All right, folks, let's talk about this, this little film, which many of you might start to hear about later on down the line. Why? Well, that's what we're going to get into in a little bit. But the movie we're talking about right now is The Menu. And if I was to describe this movie, I, I would probably describe it in the way of the theme of the film. Mm -hmm. You know, because uh, this is about food. This is, this is about foodies mm -hmm. and foodie culture. Hot cuisine. Hot cuisine right there. So if I was to describe this movie, I would do it in theme with the story that we have here. And I'm gonna have to pull up uh, my description right here. Uh, this is my first time working at this restaurant. Thank you very much, I'm okay. sorry. You're the maitre d'. I'm a maitre d' right here. And I would say that the film that we have this evening will be a dark flavored satirical comedy, Martin, served with a side of sharp dialogue with a light drizzle of horror. <laughs> okay. Complimented with a nice glass of social commentary. Bon appetit. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll order that. Oh, oh, wait. No, never mind. I'll get a, I'll just get a hamburger. Ouch! <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> you are the people that have given foodie culture bad name. <laughs> Sir, Michael D's is across the street. Thank you very much. <laughs> Or perhaps you would like to see the Burger King. <laughs> and his wife, the Dairy Queen. That's better than this bullshit you trying to give Get him out! <laughs> That's not even a real plate of food. <laughs> Actually, I have something against foodie culture, and that's probably going to oh, affect how I feel about this. It spoke to you. You sure did. <laughs> I'll talk about that in a little bit. But with this movie right here, the story is that you have Chef Slowick, played by... Ralph Fiennes right there. And he's pulled together a group of people, some regulars to his restaurants, some friends. Some are people of privilege, Martin. I think they're all people of privilege. They are all people of privilege. And to a certain point, stupidity, they're paying for this shit right here yeah. because that's what they're doing. They're all paying, willing to pay thousands of dollars for the experience that they're going to have here. And the experience that they are getting into, it is a, an evening of a fine dining experience that's featuring a menu that promises to take all of their senses. It's not, it's, does, it's not about the taste buds, it's all about the smells, the sight, even, you, they even say listen to the food oh, yeah. if you can. Oh yeah. It's gonna take all your senses to a whole other level. And the food is incredible, of course. I mean, nobody would expect less out of Chef Slovic over here, but things start to take a sinister turn as the chef takes on everyone's dark secrets and makes them part of the entrees and also an even darker turn, a part of the evening's entertainment. And if I was to describe this again in any kind of way to simplify it even more, kind of think of this as saw, but instead of with traps with food. <laughs> you know, you, I would, I would, I would, you know, my man, Ralph finds his jigsaw, but he's a chef. He's not a, he's not, not riding he's not a little a, tricycle. He's not a, he's not a, he's not a, he's not riding a little tricycle that has traps and everything. You know, he, he brings all these people in with dark past and, uh, you know, tries to reveal them for who they really are. You know, it's, 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 it's a similar theme right there, except this one has more class, they would say. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think it's structured more like a classic horror movie with uh, you got to spend the night in a haunted house. 
except, except here it's a dinner table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there are many ways to describe this film, but probably the best way to do this is to let the trailer speak for itself, which we have right here. Let's go ahead and watch the trailer for the menu and we'll be back with our reviews. Is that gonna fit everyone? Yeah, easily, 12 customers total. How do they turn a profit? 12.50 a head, that's how. What are we eating, a Rolex? It's one of his classics. <clears throat> you have to try the mouse feel of the mignonette. Please don't say mouthful. Tonight will be madness. Welcome. We'll endeavor to make your evening as pleasant as possible. Welcome to Hawthorne. Here we are family. We harvest, we ferment, we gel. We gel. We gel. He's not just a chef, he's a storyteller. The game is trying to guess what the overarching theme of the entire meal is gonna be. You won't know till the end. Who are you? I am Margo. <clears throat> Why do you care? I have to know if you're with us or with them. This menu. The pictures, they're of us. This guest list. How do they get these? It's not good. This entire evening. Jesus Christ. It's just theater, it's stagecraft. We're leaving <clears throat> now. Has been painstakingly planned. This is real, isn't it? What the hell is going on? We now offer you a 45-second head start. <laughs> okay, 45 seconds starts now. This is what you're paying for. Get out of my way. It's all part of the menu. It's okay. No, we're gonna die today. Yes, we are. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. You told him it was my birthday? Seemed funny about three hours ago. So you can see huge cast right there. And we'll get into that cast in a little bit. But the thing with this movie is that it's a lot of things. First of all, technically, technically, it's a horror movie. But they have more emphasis on this being a very dark comedy and a satire on, again, high-end foodie culture. So I would say that if you were to place those in any kind of order, probably the hard thing would be the last thing on that list right there. Probably. Yeah, because they really play up the humor here. They really play up the, the satire that they have here. And, you know, and, and looking also at the, the social commentary. And also, the, no, very much the social commentary. And I don't mind this because, uh, you know, I as far as social commentary goes and as far as them doing a satire, uh, I just put it like this, man. Y'all probably heard me say this before. You know, the there are there there are a few people in life, not everybody, but there, but there are a few people in life that I just think, uh, to put it bluntly, are full of shit. And some of those people include, I'll just go down a quick list, uh, Art gallery culture, and I'm not saying everybody, but a lot of them I think are full of shit. Uh, wine critics, I think, are, hey, look, you know, I could be wrong, but I think they're full of shit. Uh, movie critics, 
<laughs> I think I'm full of shit. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, one. <laughs> if, if I gotta be honest with you, <laughs> I'll put myself out there too. In foodies, man, I, you know this whole foodie culture thing. Um, not again, not all of it. Because listen, I like to eat out. I like to eat out a lot. And I like to go eat out at nice restaurants. But I can't say that I'm a you know a true foodie, especially a high end foodie. But I'm always always reading about because I, I get food articles mm-hmm. sent to me because I, 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 again I like restaurants I like restaurant culture but I often read about people who are paying thousands of dollars for a little bitty plate of food and a whole heaping bowl of bragging rights <laughs> you know, it, 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 I've, man I've seen it and I think it's I, I, to me I, I think it's bullshit I know, uh, you know, because you, it, it, it sounds cool, man, to a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? You've mm-hmm. read about these things, man. Telling people how you went to Chef Fuckhead's restaurant and you, <laughs> and, and who, who created not dinner, but created art. You know, they have a little sliver of organic tuna that was roasted over a lava rock, served on a Mars pebble. <laughs> With a with a with a with garnish with a blade of grass from Narnia, you know shit like that, man. I, that that sounds kind of good, actually. The way you just said that, it sounds good, <laughs> but I ain't paying three thousand dollars for it. <laughs> you know, just just to walk out of there and go across the street to Subway and get full, which I've done before, by the way. Uh, you know, it just annoys me that these people hold themselves in such high regard because they think that because they're experts, now they think that they're smarter than a lot of people. When in actual reality, a lot of these people are some of the some of the the, the folks that are the easily duped. If you look at, I mean, I'm not gonna get into a whole discussion about that, but I'm just telling you, this is why I kind of really like this movie because, you know, we see it all the time, right? Like this article right here, how foodies were duped and thinking my, McDonald's was high in food. <laughs> you know, you're not so smart. Why? Some wine experts can't tell good wine from bad wine. I've, you know, I've read it all, y'all. And it just, and, and so, you know, there's an appeal for somebody like me with this movie right here because of the characters that we'll talk about in a little bit mm-hmm. who are very, just extremely pompous ass characters. Well, I don't think there's anything in, wrong with enjoying food like this. I mean, and if you have the money where it doesn't hurt you to spend it. Yeah, that's that's fine. I mean, perhaps you've you know, you've eaten some of everything, some of the best stuff and you want to get into this food science and just like, hey, let me try something different. There's nothing wrong with that. It's wrong when people have the attitude and the pretentiousness to go with it. And that's what these characters are here. Oh, yeah. No, these characters no. have that. But I'm saying in, in general, I mean, having a pompous attitude about anything is bad. Yeah. And there's a lot of shit like that. And there's, and that's what I'm saying. Well, a lot of cultures, you get a lot of people who have attitudes like that. And like I said, it's not the point of the review. The point is, is that this movie's taking jabs at some of the uh, at, at some of these uh, these pretentious and pompous people, some of the most pompous people in society. And then, by the way, they're not just foodies. Again, they're people who are just there just to say, I went, you know, because mm-hmm. with this, you know, uh, uh, they have, it's, it, it includes people like food critics, but they also have obnoxious tech bros. Yeah. <laughs> you know, name dropping actors that go in there, line politicians and just general ass kissers, and man. just r- rich people who go just to say they went. Exactly. That, now, see, just, that's what I'm talking about. Just because they can afford it. Yeah. Now, there's, 
That's what I have a problem with when you pay for bragging rights just to rub it in somebody else's face when you know that person probably spent a lot of money on some bullshit. But yet they want to act like they're better than you. So this movie's kind of taking the shit out of, uh, uh, taking a piss out of people, or both, <laughs> uh, out of people like this. Um, now, listen, um, the movie borders on being an art house film in a way, but it does that without ever crossing a line, I think. Right. You know, I think that, you know, that that means that it won't piss off or alienate more mainstream audiences. I think there's a lot of enjoyment for people like that. But as a horror movie, it might disappoint some fans out there who are used or who are used to or want more of the traditional horror format. You know, there's a and now to, saying that that it doesn't mean that it doesn't work. Because I think with this there, you know, there is a sense of dread that is going on through this whole movie, man. You know, just by going somewhere and things getting weird and nobody knowing what the hell is happening. Yeah. You get dropped off by a ferry <clears throat> on an island with a group of people and things start getting weird. <laughs> yes. And your only way to get home is already left. There's already that sense of dread. That's that. There's that feeling like, man, I came for an exclusive uh, event and now I, I don't like this. Yeah. No, I I, 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 I want to go home. First, you com you, you're confused because you're wondering, okay, is this part of the act? Mm -hmm. And then Peter, and you're like, wow, they are really serious with this whole thing, <laughs> you know? No, wow, nobody, these people are really in character, man. Everybody's playing their roles, and then you realize, oh shit, this is not an act. And also, it's just like Squid Game. You know what? In a way, a little bit. In a way, it's, 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 it is that situation where you go into you go into something, you're not told what it is, and all of a sudden, it ends up being a lot darker and dangerous than you ever would have perceived. And also, the thing that lets you know that it's, you know, this is not a game, this is not an act, this is not tonight's entertainment that we rehearsed. No, the, the chef comes out and says, listen, uh, this is all of you a part of this grand, crazy ass scheme that I have. And when he comes out and he's not joking around, Ralph Fiennes plays this so well that uh, you realize he's not fucking around, <laughs> you know? and. Another way you know he ain't playing around because he doesn't have to he doesn't have to prove his point because as things get crazier, you always get that one person oh, yeah. who's gonna be made an example out of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You always gotta have that. What in suicide the suicide squad it was slipknot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in movies like this, you always got that one guy who's like, oh, excuse me, I'll take you, I'll handle this, I'll take care of this. Now see here. And I'm like, oh, we're gonna see, all right. No, no, no. <laughs> you always got that one guy. And then and there are certain movies where it's like, well, that was dumb, like Suicide Squad. Yeah. But then you get movies like this where it's like, oh, Jesus, I, that, why didn't he just sit down and shut up? We're leaving now. I have, have to get my rat. Forget your rat. Get up. Mr. Lee Brent? We're leaving. Is something wrong? We're leaving. <laughs> something wrong. There is no boat to leave on. Then I'll call a helicopter. That would be very difficult without phone service. Fucking move. Oh, Jesus, just... With which hand, Mr. Liebrand? What? With which hand will you handle this, left or right? Listen, when somebody in any movie, when, movie, when <laughs> they say which hand, you see, I'll see a casino. When they say which hand, it's not going to be good for that hand. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the other hand is talking about shut up, shut up. <laughs> I, I told you not to say yeah. that. That other hand is like, mm -hmm. you, you ain't getting a manicure. You ain't getting a free palm reading. It's, gonna, it's probably going to be pretty bad, man. You're going to be wiping your ass with one hand for a while. If not forever. Uh, but, you know, 
the suspense that comes. And so the, the reason why I'm saying this is probably going to be iffy or up in the air for fans of horror. I can't predict what you're going to think because you might enjoy this. You might enjoy the creative way that they approach this, the non-traditional way that they approach horror here. Uh, but I will say this, the suspense that comes from wanting to see people escape for whatever horrors lay before them. And because you don't know, that just makes it a, a lot more intense. Um, you know, and you might not be getting that here because all these people, you, th these folks, when they come in, all of them, all of them get what they fucking deserve. All of these people there. And I'm not saying that this is bad, but there is not one likable person in this in this cast. Now, I'm, the actors are great, but all I'm saying is that you might have one person who's the least unlikable, <laughs> but all of these people have a trait about them that you're, once you get to know them, you don't want to be around them. And seeing them in this room, where it's like, yeah, now nah, see, see, that's what y'all get. <laughs> you know that I kind of, I kind of like that. You know, I'm kind, I'm kind of cool with these people dying. Uh, well, I, <laughs> I, I, I did feel like there's uh, some of them where I was like, all right, they don't deserve this. They, they might not be great people, but they don't deserve this. Some of them, you're like, yeah, you got to go. No, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish it on them. But I mean, <laughs> shit, they, I ain't gonna. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, if they die, I'm not gonna really care. You know, and some of them are really funny, but you know, shit, I know a lot of funny people. <laughs> You know, I, I don't. I, I don't want. I, I'm not. I'm not wishing for them to die. But if it happens, it's, you know, it's fine with no, me. No, no. You know, Chef has his reasons. You know, it, it mostly they. There's the feeling of his art, his passion has been mm -hmm. killed by these people and people like them. And there's reasons why they got to go. But with some of them, he gets to a point where you're like, all right, Chef, you're just being petty now. No, no, you know what? <laughs> Which is, it's hilarious. But you're like, come on, man. No, there was, there was, there were two, two people. Yeah. It was two people. I was like, look, these other assholes I get, but yeah. man, really? They just irritated you. That's yeah. I mean, they didn't make you mad. They didn't have no, they didn't have no, they, they had no impact on your work, mm -mm. on your business, on your life. Mm -mm. He's just like, man, y'all just wasted two hours of my day and I don't like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> at that point, you're like, Oh, he's crazy. <laughs> Somehow I missed that. <laughs> what everything yeah. he's been saying, all this whole oh, this whole situation is insane. But when he says that to them, I'm like, oh yeah, you're crazy. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> no, at first I thought I was like, man, all right, he's he's talking some good shit. You know, he's gonna, he's gonna teach these people a lesson. <laughs> then I realized, oh, he's just as crazy as all, man. Exactly. He's insane. Like he's the biggest asshole in the room. Uh -huh. He's insane. Yeah. <laughs> he's a cult leader. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Very much so. Because it's creepy how he has his whole staff just every time he says something. Yes, chef. And they all answer in unison. They're ready to do anything, anything he says. He says yeah. Anything. Uh, let me ask you a legit question. Not, yeah, what's not up? challenging. No, what's uh, because I, I agree. Like, I look at this. I go, OK, it's a dark, comedic horror movie. Mm -hmm. But considering there's nothing supernatural in it, it's not even all that gory. Would it not be a thriller instead of a horror movie? You know, that's I think at this point, there's no answer. I think it's debatable mm -hmm. because I think when you get into horror. It's it, because at, at where this goes at a certain point, it reminded me of Midsummer. OK. And it's, it depends on like the. It depends on the, 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 the degree of the horrific situation or, or the weirdness of that situation that you're putting people in. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that this goes to a really dark and weird place that, it does. that crosses over okay. into like midsummer type horror. Okay. 
All right. But but that's just me. You know, that I don't know. Right. That, 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 right. That's it's not a definite like it's, answer. It's open to interpretation. Yeah. If somebody else came and made an argument for this being a thriller, I mean, I I, I don't know if I could argue with them. Right. You know? Right. Right. So, uh, yeah. It's, it's funny because you, you talk about people like, well, you know, you see the trailer it might not be as much of a horror movie as you think. Because looking mm-hmm. at like watching a trailer, especially, I mean, a little bit when I was watching was this trailer makes me think of, of Ready or Not. It, uh, man, somebody else said that too. Yeah, it has that look about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is it is different. Uh, but a movie that it kept reminding me of was The Hunt. And, mm-hmm. and, and it is a thing where, you know, <clears throat> people have been gathered and there's a, a big mistaken identity on, on, on something and the twist. Mm-hmm. And... There's even an actor who's in both movies. But the whole time I was like, yeah, this is giving me vibes of The Hunt, which I, I love The Hunt. Um, but yeah, just this this is a journey because it, it really makes you feel like you're amongst the patrons. Like you can't be like, well, I'm on the chef's side. It's like, nah, you on that ferry with them and yeah. you can yeah. sit at a table the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And even if you do start thinking on the chef's side, you're like, you know, I want to go back. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a damn fool, you know. Uh, I'm talking because I'm saying that I'm making it sound like this doesn't work on a horror level or even a suspense level or oh, a thriller oh, level. No, the suspense is there. But the suspense, you know, it it's, it is there, you know. Uh, again, it, it you know, it's not straight. It is broken up sometimes. And I don't know if people would like this because it is broken up at times with other things such as, you know, so many scenes are punctuated with humor. I would say almost every scene is somewhat punctuated with humor. You saw, uh, I'll show you another clip right here. You saw it in the trailer, but it's, you know, because a lot of the humor here comes from the dialogue mm-hmm. and, the, and the interactions, just the, the complete smart ass comments that these characters have for each other. Because again, that's the kind of people that they are. You know, they don't even respect each other, but they're very shallow. But, uh, there are moments of <laughs> physical comedy in there <laughs> that's actually very funny. It works. And again, you know, if you just want an intense moment throughout unbroken, that's not what you're going to get here because this thing is going to be broken up a lot by the comedy. And if depending on how you look at the comedy, if, if you don't like what they're doing here, then that is something that's going to turn you off. But like myself, if the comedy made you laugh, then it works fine. To our male diners, We now offer you the chance to escape. You'll be given a 45 second head start, at which point members of my staff will try and catch you. If they do catch (laughs) (laughs) you, start. 45 seconds starts now. And and the reason why it works for me is because a lot of that is this almost ridiculous comedy that's going on, or this smart ass comedy, but then you have Ralph Fiennes who comes in and he plays it so straight and he's and, he, and he's so good in this man uh that contrast between the two is it just works for me you know uh you know the the attention to there's also a lot of attention to comedic details in here uh, every course is described you know laid out with every ingredient and it starts out dead serious the way they describe these courses and as the movie goes along these these courses just get sillier <laughs> and their descriptions get sillier these, these descriptions just get stupid after a while yeah, yeah yeah especially when somebody can't even make somebody tries to cook and they just and they put his ingredients up anyway and they just let you know how bad this food is that he's making. <laughs> well for me it was the one where <laughs> they serve you a bread plate with the different dips and butters, but no bread. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's 
It's a... Uh, you know, it's 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 it, there's a lot here to enjoy. If just like an entree, you know, if you're not mm -hmm. looking for one thing, but you want a complete experience, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of courses here to be served. And if you take them all, they they all do work together. They all do somehow complement each other. So this, you know, th that's the thing that people have to understand that there's a there's there's three different tones working in this movie, maybe four different tones, you know, and that, but. Again, it doesn't feel disjointed, at least to me. It feels like it's working no, just no, fine. No, 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 no. I, th I thought it flowed really well. As a matter of fact, you even bring up the courses. It's, it's, a, it's such an element in the movie that we, this, with everything going on, mm -hmm. every time a course was served, kind of look forward to seeing, okay, what's it going to be this time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, and, this, and it's like six courses. It's I think. six courses over time, man. Uh, but the cast is great, man. You yeah. know the, the the it's got it's got my new favorite actress Hong Chow in it. Oh, is that the dude from uh, Secession? No, no, no. It's the the woman. Oh, the, the Elsa. woman. Ah, but these people. Th this cast is great, man. And that we can't name everybody here, but you know, uh, but, you, but you've seen some of these people and other things. Of course, John Leguizamo's here. Uh, Anna Taylor Joy. We all know her now. She's she's the main lead. They got your girl here from. Uh, from Ozark. Oh, Ozark, yeah. I was, uh, I, he, he, what was her name? The, 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 the character's name, I can't remember, but the the actress's name, uh, I'll look it up here, the actress's name, who I, I, I thought she was very good. I was watching this movie the whole time, and I was like, where have I seen this woman, mm. man? And I was like, oh, that's right, she's from uh, she's from Ozark. I'll mm. look her up right now. Um, <laughs> she, You know, everybody here, she plays the food critic. The one who comes in there the most confident, like, oh, I'm on, you know, his his the fate of his restaurant depends on me. <laughs> you know, she's she comes in there with that kind of uh, that kind of uh, uh, weight to the character. Uh, Janet McTeer is a name. Oh, that's right. The person that I thought looking at the trailer that I thought I was going to like and I couldn't stand him. The one I hated the most. And he was probably not even as bad as some of these people, but just his demeanor. It was uh, Nicholas Holt. Oh, Tyler, yeah. he got on my nerves so much, but he, but Nicholas Holt was great at oh, it. Oh yeah, he's great because <laughs> he's very likable in the beginning. It's just like you know, he's just yeah. he's into it. He's a fanboy, and you're like, and actually, the 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 date Anya Taylor Joy, she was kind of getting on my nerves because he's. You know he's really into it, and she's all like, "Oh, you like this shit, huh?" It's like, yeah. "Yes, you know he does." But after a while, you're like, "All right." Yeah, man. he's just nerding out about food to the point of being annoying, man. And, uh, and yeah, I, I. But again, you have to understand that these that is these characters are annoying by design. Mm -hmm. They're unlikable by design, and almost the more unlikable they are, the greater the performance is. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> he, he was so annoying; he got on chef's nerves. <laughs> You think he's gonna like me? <laughs> the chef's like, no, I hate you already. I hated you from the moment you walked in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he's he's got a great arc. <laughs> he does, man. He does. Yeah, it's um, I think it's a lot of st good stuff going on in this movie. But as I said, uh, Ralph Fiennes, man, he's the one that really uh, he's the one I really enjoy in this movie, man. He's again, he he comes in and it's a the thing is it's a hard role. For anyone to pull off, but he does it great. And the reason why is because you have to have a balance with this character. This character has to have both respect and contempt for these people. And he, he manages to come across as both respecting these people because they have to eat his food. But at the same time, you know, he can't stand these people, man. Mm -hmm. um, but he's still polite about it. Uh, 
to the point where, like I said, he's just off. I mean, he's 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 that kind of like it's that thing where, you know, underneath he hates these people, but he's being so polite. And it's that kind of politeness that comes off as cold and very scary, too. You too. <laughs> That's where you turn to the bowl. Exactly. Boy, man. <laughs> Shit, I thought yeah, it was one started yeah. turning gangster style. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I thought a snake tongue was gonna come out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, he has a very creep, creepy uh staff with him. And there's some great moments with him and Anna Taylor Joy, man. There's a lot of sparring going on between those two because she is the one the only one there who does not appreciate the food. In fact, she doesn't even eat sometimes. And, and he, that just, that's his weakness. Mm -hmm. That bugs him to no end, man. And they just have these great moments where they're just going at it. You know, for a film that feels like a play, cause it's a very much a, it's almost a little bottle film, man. Oh, you it's know? very much a bottle film. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it's take, it, most of it takes place in one setting and that is his restaurant, which has the kitchen exposed right there for everybody to see. But, you know, they use the environments well, man. You know, it's a small set, but it makes it feels very spacious. Cinematography is great, you know, and they and they use the cinematography well because before you get to this small kitchen, they they let you see the outside, the beach. They let you see where the food is coming from. And all of it looks very nice, man. The kitchen itself is beautiful. You know, the whole the whole setting is, it looks looks great. So, you know, I, I, if you can't tell already, I really, I really did enjoy this movie, man. It's another, it's another film to add to the list of, uh, of what I think is great horror. Cause if nothing else is, it's interesting what they do with it. Um, you know, we've had a lot of horror that's done so many different things this year. You know, we've had, we've had, a. uh, uh Anything from, you know, the more traditional like splatter movie, the gruesome movie mm -hmm. to experimental feeling horror like uh, uh, Barbarian. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, and Pearl and Pearl and, you know, I, I even put like a, the, what that dark phone booth. What, what is oh, it? The, the black phone, the black phone in there. You know, it's been a lot of different flavors mm -hmm. of horror, pun intended, probably. I didn't mean to, but I'll go ahead and say, you know, different flavors of horror that have been going on here. And this is just another interesting notch in there. Now, when I say interesting, I think even people who don't like it can appreciate some things that they do here. But for myself, it's one of my favorites of the year, man. You know, I really did enjoy this a lot. Uh, I just had a lot of fun with it. I just, I just enjoyed these characters so much. Uh, I enjoyed the unpredictability of it. I enjoyed, you know, sitting in this room and just feeling this dread, not knowing what's gonna what was gonna happen, but given having the structure of the film just gave me that that sigh of relief through a laugh that was much needed at that point. There are some jokes in here I wish I could tell you, but I, I don't want to, but there were some jokes that hit at just the right moment to, to just bring some relief. And that just made it funny. And the jokes were good. Uh I will say this. This is the biggest thing that horror fans need to know. The ending. The ending is surely gonna not please a lot of people. Now, it's just not hard people, too. This ending is going to be that kind of ending where, you know, a lot of people were probably expecting this to go one way and it doesn't go that way at all. It might even be too convenient for some characters. It might be completely un unrealistic for the rest of the characters. But I enjoyed this as satire. I enjoyed the clever writing. I enjoyed the dialogue. It's one of my favorites of the year. I give this a full price. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 surprised because this is a movie that played at Fantastic Fest, and I had a lot of people come up tell me how much they loved it. It was their favorite mm -hmm. film of the festival, mm -hmm. and I was like, Yeah, y'all say that, and then I go see it, and it didn't quite live up to the hype. But this totally did. It was right up my alley for everything, and between all the things we talked about, the the uh, the social commentary and the the suspense and 
and the horror element and the and the dark comedy, it all flows uh, together back mm-hmm. and forth, back and forth. So there's always something coming at you and there's never a dead spot and there's never a point where you're like, well, that's stupid. It's like, no, that's, this this works and this feeds to that and everything keeps building, uh, which is what a movie is supposed to do. I'm saying it like, yeah, it's basic, but so many movies fail at doing that. Uh, I, I And like I said, with the courses coming out, there's always something that you're looking forward to. It's either what is he going to do next yeah. or what's he going to serve next? Yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting just to see, you know, like 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 a dish like that that looks like some little cocoa puffs, <laughs> some uh, colored the trick cereal with, with, with seaweed on top. But it's just like this is this is fascinating. You know, this is, you're kind of in a world you get, you've been invited to this dinner that you can't afford. And since you can't afford it, you're going to die. <laughs> um, but I, the, the only thing I thought was on, on the weak side was the ending. And, and I wasn't even like bummed out about it, yeah. but it was just that feeling of like, thought it would end a little stronger. It's not, it's, it's like this is okay, but it's it's fine. But I'm I'm with you. It's a it's a full price. It's uh, yeah. This is like the year they said, hey, we're gonna make horror movies that you like. Yeah, yeah. At least make them interesting. Again, yeah, you know, like I was saying. I tell you though, then like I keep talking about the comedy, and you know, I keep talking about the horror. But man, they, the the tension is there throughout. I man, the thing that got me. Was every time a meal was served, Ralph Fiennes came out and did this big ass loud clap, mm-hmm. like a clap that I didn't even know human hands could make. I know the only person I knew could do that was the Hulk <laughs> with a sonic boom. <laughs> like I expected people to go flying back at the table and shit. Well, it got to me every time he did that when the theater I was in, people would jump. Yeah, it's it's this movie's uh, it's their version of a more classy jump scare. Mm-hmm. And every time, <laughs> could you stop doing that? <laughs> Don't hey! Don't try to fall asleep in this movie because Ralph Fox gonna come back. Get your ass up! I guarantee you, you gonna break your neck trying to wake up. Yeah, you gonna be nodding off his. Yeah, it was fun. It's fun. Y'all had a lot of fun with this. 